they write she had a special disdain for would-be allies who coveted power over ideals. When hawkish, and this has been uh, circulating around the internet a lot, um, Lieberman was running for president in 2003 for the Democratic nomination, and she led a caravan of activists to, pro- to protest outside his event. She says he's ashamed of Democrats. I don't even know why he's running. He seems to get re- he seems to want to get Republicans voting for him. What kind of strategy is that? Huh? Yeah, what well, kind indeed. of strategy is that? <laughs> so in 2002, she runs for state legislature and she's in between. She's, you know, I guess this is sort of um, well, she's running as an independent. Right. So she's, I guess, still affiliated with the Greens, but thinks her odds are better or for whatever reason runs as an independent and the Democratic establishment, the local party uh, tars her as too extreme for central Phoenix. Um, But she says she's sort of developing her skills here and um, becomes kind of the mediator and uh, organizational head honcho of like the anti-war movement in Phoenix at the time. Um, they have a big argument over the name. Some people think it should be AAJP because the justice has to come before the peace. Interestingly, uh, very important stuff to bring <laughs> up at the meeting. I'm sure. Yeah, but they did have cinema utilize her skills as a social worker to mediate conflict between um, the most of the peace movement, especially like Quakers. And liberty and uh, excuse me, anarchists who wanted to use more hardcore, violent uh, methods. Um, so she's able to broker a truce. Kirsten, um, please put on your mediating galoshes and come uh, to break up this <laughs> fight between Ray Beam and Tim Armstrong from Rancid. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is where Starhawk comes in. They um, they they applaud cinema for being able to uh, mm-hmm. come in and and settle it. Um, so, you know, they're helping do things like organize um, against the free trade area of the Americas, which basically would have made uh, the entire Western Hemisphere into the same unregulated market. Good that that did not happen. Um, Close one. So this is an interesting thing. In Miami, where I think when the protest is happening, there is a mobile composting toilet that someone was ferrying around on a bicycle and a convergent space in an old warehouse. With How a did you perma- get this picture of me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but there's a convergent space in an old warehouse with a permaculture garden inside. Um, someone who traveled with the group, the delegation from Phoenix, remembers cinema wandering around the day before the march at the really, really free market where there was no such thing as capitalism and the clothes and the food and the plants were all free. People paid, paid for money it with, excuse me, people paid for items with fairy money and traded skills and hugs for goods. It was a glimpse of the world many activists wanted for themselves. And then the next day they confronted the world as it was. So obviously showdown with the cops. Obviously the police showed up and started beating people up. Yeah. <laughs> Put down the fairy money. <laughs> but this is fun. Uh when the tear Put gas down the th- hug. That <laughs> hug 
belongs to be it's taxed by Uncle Sam. Right. No such thing as a free lunch or a free hug. We don't want any trouble. Hug. We're just here for Star Biscuit. <laughs> but so they start tear gassing them, and Cinema starts doing a spiral dance near the front of the march, oh, a ritual in ship. which demonstrators <laughs> formed a long chain circling back on itself. They hope to summon energy from their togetherness. She oh, died in stars. Strike them down. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen Simnema prepared a Kamehameha attack to wave off the police. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, she's somebody who definitely understands police brutality and just the nature of American policing because <laughs> uh, they still have the email threads from after the demonstration and in her uh, in her accounting the police were the aggressors from the beginning she says they're shoveling shoving protesters with batons beating protesters taser gunning people launching rubber bullets pepper spray tear gas hitting all sorts of people uh yeah you of, will eventually uh, you'll gain an understanding of policing if you are tear gassed in the face while trying to summon Captain Planet with four right. of your friends. <laughs> After that, you'll have some notes. Um, so she experiences all this stuff, and her friend gets part of his their ear blown off. Uh, what the fuck? Kirsten Cinema's hit with a rubber bullet in her backpack, and just absolute brutality. And then she turns a on spell the news. Backfired and turned her friend into an owl. <laughs> <laughs> But she turns on the news the next night, and nobody, the people who are talking about it, which is not the majority of media, are taking the police angle. So she kind of has this moment of like, well, fuck. It doesn't really matter what they do to us. It's just going to be repackaged and misconstrued by the mass media. Now I'm beginning to ask myself, why did I even do the star dance? Right. Right, yeah. right, right. And then she got fired from the clown agency that she worked at, and she punched the <laughs> ticket thing on the way out the door and made a weird laughing sound, foreshadowing the rest of the story. 